Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman and it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit ThurmanAmendment.org to learn more. A message from the Fable and Folly Network. Let's go. We should have been on the road hours ago. I hope you like flashbacks, listener. Meet Mel. Honestly, the best friend a girl could ever have asked for. She always took care of me back in the pre-zombie days, which I'm gonna just go ahead and admit was more often than it should have been. I was pretty much a disaster, which I suppose really hasn't changed all that much. I can't even zombie right. It's obviously no prize being what I am. If I were to do it all over again, I would have bailed on our little D&D road trip and stayed home with one of those giant gallon buckets of ice cream instead of becoming a zombie sandwich. Then again, if I had decided to just eat my feelings instead of, eventually, other con-goers, well, I guess I wouldn't be here to have inappropriately timed flashbacks for the sole purpose of filling out a scene while my other self tumbles headlong through the forest. (sighs) All right, Anna, deep breath. That was a mouthful. Well, will you look at that? There I am. I've emerged from my nest of self-pity, and I look about as sad as I remember feeling. I'm... I'm coming! I'm... I I think I forgot my toothbrush. Just uh, one second. I'll be right back. 
Hannah, I swear, <laughs> you can get a new toothbrush when we get to the hotel. We've got a convention to get to. Can you just maybe get in the Jeep instead? <sighs> Fine. I'm just... I'm not together right now, Mel. I was supposed to be in the Bahamas. This was supposed to be it. <sighs> I was done with dating. Now it's just another breakup story, and she's going on our dream vacation with her sleazy boss. <sighs> Can someone tell me how that's fair? That's just it, hun. It ain't fair at all. I know that going to Columbus for the weekend isn't the Bahamas. Like, not even close. But what it will be is fun. Besides, Pride's happening at the same time, so you can be sure we'll find a party somewhere when we're done getting our nerd on. We can even bring Reggie along with us. Is he doing that whole elf thing again? Because, well, I guess that would be pretty goddamn funny, honestly. Hannah, did you just actually curse? Drop the big old G, damn. Get on with your bad cell. What? I... Uh, yikes. I, yeah, I guess I did. This whole thing is just really getting into my head, you know? Relax, I'm just fucking with you. Besides, I think it's pretty cute when you swear. It's just, I'm I'm so fucking angry. I mean, how do you pass up on me and everything we had to run off with some nasty rich guy you're not even into? Maybe, I don't know, have some self-respect. No, no. You know what? I'm glad she ditched me. This is way better. Now I have so much free time because I'm not going to be wasting it thinking about how great we were going to look at our matching wedding dresses on the day of or how, okay, I'm. you know what? I'm going to stop right there because you're giving me that look like I have two heads and one of them needs to say shut up to the other. Got it. And I'm just going to drive. For the record, though, I'm just going to mention how that's the most lesbian shit ever. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? Like, uh, the wedding thing? Um, yeah, the wedding thing. You guys were dating for, what, six months and you're already planning your happily ever afters? Take a peek at your fairy gay mother's notebook and know there are chapters on not getting carried away. I'm an elder. I've seen some shit. I wasn't getting carried away. I was just hoping it would be different this time. Also, what do you mean, elder? You're like, what? 51. I'm 51. Okay, but you look like you're 41. Like a really good 41. I, well, what I mean to say is you're like, you know, a cool undercover elder. Bitch, I'm not an undercover anything. I am a survivor of the dating world, sick version of the Hunger Games. (laughs) You're the best. You know that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Forget all that shit for now, anyway. Hannah Bowden, for the rest of the weekend, your ass is mine. So you just go ahead, settle in, sit back, and let me take care of everything from here on out. Got it? You've got it, sir. (laughs) Smart ass. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. 
If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. spilled Barry McCullough all over my cab and, oh, my, my pants and all the steering wheel. Most importantly, and by that I mean disastrously, my formerly delicious fizzy beverage is currently soaking into my console and, and all of its exposed components. Oh, I don't ask why they're exposed. Let's just say I had to tap into the sat for some electronics manuals more than once during this mission. And it's still not exactly one of my strengths. Oh, this stuff is... It's everywhere! Come on, Callie! Oh, I won't fucking believe that McCola is going to be what gets me. Uh, see, I'm gonna turn into a goddamn fireball burned up from the inside out if I don't get my shit together one of these days, or, or maybe today. Today would be great. Uh, so, um, just so that everyone listening to this in memoriam knows, um... I totally was not sitting here, uh, boots kicked off and feet up on the wobbly console where I'd station my drink whilst casually flipping through my sexy new comic stash like I planned to do in a previous report. Uh, just tell everyone that Raiders got me. Oh, what a goddamn mess this is. Holy shit, I've really done it this time. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, bright side. Um, at least autopilot's still working. And I didn't get splattered all over the K-Zoo outskirts <laughs> yet, because, uh, I mean, I'm assuming it's working. Please, please, actually be working. Uh, okay, so, yeah, good news. Um, we're still not dead, despite the cruel fortune of my absolute absurd clumsiness, and I'm also happy to confirm the autopilot to be... mostly working. <laughs> Bad news, said autopilot's totally stuck, jammed up, and not accepting any new commands. Uh, it's essentially hijacked the land spinner and blown us right off course. Uh, it's no longer recognizing planned routes at all and is just plunging forward in a straight line. Oh, God. Oh, collision detection is thankfully still functional. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, as for me? Yeah, stress couldn't be any higher. All right, um, uh, let's just continue this irrelevant status report as we hurtle towards certain death in the out-of-control rocket that used to be my beloved spinner. Um, I am so very pleased to report that there's still half a tank of fuel left in this thing, so we aren't actually stopping anytime soon, which is the only point we'll actually be ending this nightmare. Especially since, as I realized I forgot to mention before, uh, the emergency stop is also completely fucked thanks to the spill. Um, okay, thrusters still working at capacity and the hover coils? Uh, well, well the, the fix they did back at McMaster seems to be holding. Oh, shoot. You know, I think it's time for drastic measures. Oh, mighty father figure in the sky. 
I don't ask for your help all that much, but please, look down upon your forsaken daughter and fix this fucking bullshit off! Words of wisdom, uh, don't kick at the guts of your land spinner's console with your bare foot. I think that's just overall safe advice. Even in non-life-or-death situations. Um, uh, huh. uh, I think it's also just as safe to say that if any greater power heard my earnest plea, they either didn't care or they have a really funny way of showing it. Because uh, neither prayer nor violence has changed my situation in the slightest, which means I suppose I'm in this until we either crash, totally short-circuit and, and fireball, or or as previously mentioned with hope, run out of fuel. <sighs> you know, even though we're hurtling towards what is almost surely certain death, at least assessing the situation and identifying it as being essentially out of my control is kind of comforting. I don't know. I'm just gonna sit here and pack up my comics and pretend that everything's alright. <laughs> uh, and also go ahead and put my boots back on as well because uh, nobody needs to be caught in a situation barefoot. Hey, uh, Thanks, John McLean, for a lesson well learned through countless showings of the before times Christmas classic Die Hard. Yeah, that part where they shoot the glass and he's running around on bloody feet for the rest of the movie? It's not gonna be this girl, not even a chance. <laughs> okay, I realize now I'm just rambling. Um, it's not much more to say, honestly, so. Your girl's just gonna go ahead and leave you with some more all-too-appropriate before-times movie logic. Or, or at least a quote for everyone back home that never believed in me that I'd make it as a scout. It's better to burn out than to fade away! <laughs> Motherfuckers. The Kurgan. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Callie signing off. <laughs> Bye. Hey, listener. The world is indeed a scary place, both now and in the wasteland. You've just been listening to the remaster of episode 4.0, Old World Blues. We originally released this episode in January of 2021, in so many ways. That sentiment is as accurate today as it was a few years ago. For different reasons, maybe. But accurate, nonetheless. It's tough out there, and... That's precisely why I'm so thankful to have you here with us today. I hope you're taking care of yourself, and that this series might just be making your life a little brighter, if even just for a little while. Remastering and revisiting these early episodes of Apocalypse is a treat, but it's a labor that is only made possible due to the generous donations of our fans on Patreon and Apple subscriptions. If you're interested in helping us not only retune these older episodes, but help us tell new stories as well, Make sure to stick around during the canned outro you're about to hear to find out how. 
An Apocalypse is written and produced by Red Fathom Entertainment and is a proud member of the Fable and Folly Network. This episode is brought to you by the talents of our wonderful casting crew, all of which can be found in the show notes as well as our official webpage by typing redfathom.com backslash hanapocalypse into your browser. We'd love it if you stop by and fix us up with a follow on social media. The music featured in our outro and throughout the series has been provided by Velvet Moon and Argle Bargle Studios. You can find us in the wasteland that is Twitter as at Hanapoctical, Instagram as Red Fathom, and the new frontier that is Blue Sky as at RedFathom.com. If you like what you hear so far and would like to support the show as well as other future productions like it, you can find us on Patreon at Patreon.com backslash Red Fathom. Patreon is, of course, a service that allows you to pitch us a couple of bucks on a monthly basis in exchange for some extra material and content. This includes ad-free early releases, behind-the-scenes info on all Red Fathom projects, and even a semi-monthly lore show where we deep-dive into some world-building stuff. Every dollar goes to paying our talent and improving the show, helping us bring stories like this one out of post-apocalyptia and straight into your ear holes. Enough of that, though. Until next time, listener. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the alley, the scent is stronger, overpowering. As I watch, the overhead lamps flicker and wink out one by one. God damn it. No. The girl appears briefly under the last streetlight, the headphones snug against her ears, the Walkman clasped to her hip. She's oblivious as she walks, lost in her own world. Hey, stop! I need to talk to you! Then she's swallowed up by the darkness again. Helen! Wait a second! <laughs> it strikes her in the gloom so fast she barely has time to scream. She falls into the edge of the lamplight and lies there, bleeding, motionless. The man's skin is scaly, flaking, and there are patches of soot on his cheeks. He stares at me with eyes like midnight. Eyes that are devoid of remorse, devoid of humanity. He's one of them. I turn and run, and I don't look back. The Road of Shadows, a new mystery and suspense audio drama by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Listen now at theroadofshadows.com. dot